what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. And what's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee. And this is the guy show, but it is the underdog, underdog edition. And it is powered by our great friends over at track.co distribution. And I know it's a lot of people that's gonna see this and be like, damn, Ray, why you ain't let me get on mm-hmm. there? Ray, 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 Ray. Now, who distributes your music? Track.co. Boom. Okay. Track is already Carter, making it happen. Carter, what up? Carter, what up? Right. Little Rodney Jerkins looking Carter. Carter like <laughs> Rodney Jerkins out here. Um, but yeah, so this is the underdog edition. Um, and we'll be doing a lot more of these uh where we feature independent, up and coming artists who are hustling and doing the right thing. Not these artists out here who are complaining about where they are, complaining about where they're not, who's not messing with them, but them artists who get off their ass every day and really go for it. And this is a, this is a platform to showcase them. And we have our, my good brother, MRG. Queens, get the money on MRG up yes, in sir. here. Who doesn't, let me just say this, who doesn't really have the best taste oh. in... Rappers, oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> me and my was at the we was at the we was at the Knicks game yeah. in New York and we was arguing about uh, who was better. Matter of fact, I'm ask you, Tamir, can we ask her? Oh, she's please, from Harlem, please. So she should know the answer. She should know the right answer. But she's to a this. girl. That's a trick. Nah, I teach you about demo. Let me we hear this. We about to find let out. Let me about see demo. what we got. Who is better, Two Chains or Lloyd Banks? Well, as a okay, so lyrically, I would oh go. Oh my god! Blau, blau. Oh my god! See, I know See, what she's gonna say. No, no, no. We're not talking. We didn't ask you who's lyrically better. No, no. We that's asked a you who's culturally better. We asked you who is better. It is not about who is lyric because we was arguing about this right, and we right, did right. polls and everything. But okay, like who makes a song that I would dance to more, enjoy more is gonna be Two Chains. But I think Lloyd Banks is a better rapper than him. Blau. Now, now can I say something real quick? This is a good lesson for people. Yeah. See. Here's the problem. I read this book called Blink, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what the book taught us. The book taught you how we make all our decisions instantly. But the only time that we make our decisions difficult is when we think about them, right? Mm-hmm. So let me get an example. So they, so they would say to you, so I, I'm going to tell you what they, what they would say. They would say, all right, here, here's Coke and here's Pepsi. Drink one. Which one do you like better? Right? That's, the, that's, the, that's how we really make our decisions. I like mm-hmm. this one better. But when they try to analyze why. That's when they complicate the scenario. Well, this one takes a little bit more cinnamony, has a little bit more punch to it. It's like, bro, that's not how we make decisions right. as consumers, as humans. We, we, I didn't ask Tamir for her professional dot breakdown <laughs> of who. I just asked her who's better. So I'm gonna ask you again, who is better? Answer. Okay, so I'll go with two chains. Oh my oh. god! Nah, nah, you cheating? Because we How? said we said who the better artist. No, and I she didn't was say who the better break. artist. I didn't said. say who the better artist but is. But see, better nah. is a we big We filming now, MIG. Nah, we nah, we don't want the tape. Uh, I said have to. who is to. better? Who is better? By the way, better so general, is like, that's no, so it's not general. general. That is literally that. Like that. By the way, that jacket you got on is fire. I appreciate you. Code of individuality, South South Rhyme. By the way, can we get them? To, we, they need to be a clothing sponsor for me and Tamara. Need some jackets on there. Yeah. And, I, and every so. time I see you, you have on clo- that that clothing line. So connect us and tell them that we need some shirt, some jackets for the show. But my point is this: is that that jacket is fire. I appreciate it. And I'm not trying to ask myself why it's fire. I'm not saying oh, it's fire because mm. the, the the studs on there. It's like, bro, it's a nice jacket. 
That's how consumers make decisions. But anyway, that's all. me, 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 and MRG always arguing over New York yeah. rap. And MRG is he always tells me I'm from New York, but it's a whole nother story. We have a picture together that he didn't even want. He told me you can't take until you do this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta do this right. And I was like, what's this mean? And yeah. he was like, now what does this? No, no, he don't even do it right. No, I thought it was he's his. He's doing Wakanda. I, know, I thought it was Bronx his brand. Like this. Look, look. He's doing Wakanda. Like this? this is the Bronx, friend. Where did I say I'm from, Tamir? The Collins south side of, oh. Okay, cool. I do Ooh. this. Ah. Okay, cool. I'm just saying, but let's get there. But anyway, MRG, welcome to the show. Um, and first of all, I can't even say uh, that you're on the show because of track. You're on the show because you've been doing your thing, and I've been there, and I've seen it. And I just want to tell you that, number one, I'm proud of you, and number one, you should be proud of yourself because... The most important part of what we're doing, and I tell this to everybody, is enjoying the journey. Definitely. Everybody's so busy trying to get to the destination, they forget it's a journey that you're supposed to enjoy, right? So, Tamir, the floor is yours. Okay, so um, you're a new artist, so tell me a little bit, what's the hardest part about breaking into the industry right now? Man, the hardest part about breaking into the industry, I think the visibility, you know, actually having eyes on you. This game is so saturated, you know, mm. half of New York. I feel like there are more artists than than supporters out mm. there, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's it's kind of sad. Like, I feel like rappers be feeding people in terms of, like, people throwing showcases, people doing marketing. Like, artists and rappers, we're so vulnerable because we want to get on. We hungry. Yeah. So anybody could walk in the room and be like, yo, I'll do marketing for you. Or, yo, come to this showcase. Like, you're going to meet industry execs. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole time, rappers is just shoveling out money, <laughs> like, feeding people, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And actually, before we even get into it, man, this is, I wanted to appreciate Having me on here saying you proud of me. See, he, OG, I just want y'all you know to know he gets it. Yeah. Right. He gets seduction. it. Y'all can clap. He gets it. This is first of all, let me tell you what for, for, is there something written on it? Can, yeah. can you read it? I want you to read it for them so I can love oh, the right. love me. To Ray, the mayor of ATL, and my Bronx brother. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate all the gems <laughs> and wisdom as well as the hospitality in the A. Grateful for your support. Much love. Aww. Shout out to MRG. Let's, let's go make sure we zoom in on this. Shout out to MRG. I appreciate you straight up. So I'm sorry. I appreciate it. Oh, no. Go ahead. We were, um, you were telling me about visibility mm. and um, an oversaturated market. Definitely. Yeah. So that's the. So how do you break through all of that? Um, You break that. You break through that. Honestly, number one is five music. Well, actually, I would say marketing because and, and, marketing. And, and, yeah, I just want to sure. jump in. I don't. I don't. I want to reframe the question. Mm. I rather. I want to frame the question this way. Um, how did you yeah. break through it? Like, what did you do mm-hmm. to get where you are? Because you have a nice buzz in New York. Yeah. Uh, I was in the club with you one night, and everybody was singing the words to the song, and they were going. DJ Enough was in the building. There was all types of tastemakers. People in there buying your merch. Yeah. I saw you doing the work. That's what really made me want you to be the first guest on the underdog show the the underdog version of the show mm-hmm. what did you do exactly <clears throat> to break through definitely uh consistency this is a game about man everything with with content short form content man people just want more and more the consumers can't get enough yep so if you drop a song and then you don't drop another song for three four months you kind of like taking a step back momentum is so important mm-hmm. like people you can't really pay for momentum. So when you have that moment, you have to be so consistent and just keep going. But what I did, I, I also took took kind of a unconventional route. Um, I kind of got popping on Facebook. 
Mm. Everybody was right. Love that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So everybody's like, nah, Instagram's where it's at. But I'm like, man, I see dudes with 80K and a blue check, and I'm shutting the building down with 2,000 followers. Yeah. So I'm like, look, they playing the short game out. I always take the long term. Mm-hmm. Can't cut corners. Like you told me, people trying to take the elevator. By the time they get up to the top floor, they can't breathe because they haven't the walked up the different. stairs. The yeah. air is different. So yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of dudes in this game trying to do. They trying to cut corners and eventually it catches up to you. So I, t- I took the Facebook route and I kind of just started going viral on Facebook, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did a lot of very, I did what's called one take videos, which are very intimate and just me and my people's behind me. Like if you see my videos, I got the same. I got like my cousin and my boys and all of my videos. Yeah. So I took the very organic approach. And it's refreshing because people want to, people want to relate to you. So yeah, you know, like one of my favorite rappers is J Cole, and like his stories really resonated with me and felt like I knew him, even though I never met him. Mm-hmm. But his music made me feel like that. So I was like, nah, man, I don't want to do none of the cars, none of the models. Music videos are expensive, yeah. and also marketing matters, man. People have people spend two bands on a video and they don't have a marketing budget. Mm. So it's like you just yeah. rented a whip for a band, <laughs> yeah. got models for 500, yeah. got bottles, yeah. and by the time you want to drop the record, you're wondering why nobody sees it because exactly. you're not getting the visibility. Exactly. What up, everybody? This is Ray Dangs, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. You already knew that, but what you didn't know about, I bet, is a new distribution company called Two Lost Distribution. They're the most technologically advanced distributor in the world. They distribute your music to more stores than any distributor out there, and they only charge you $3 a month. Yep, $3 a month. And they don't charge you any money to collect your royalties, so you get 100% of your royalties. Y'all know how some of them distribution companies be asking for, you know, it's distribute with us but they take 20 percent. these guys don't take any of that they charge three dollars a month to distribute all your music and if you use the code gods which is on being the bottom of the screen when you add your discount code you get three months free so if you're looking for distribution you need distribution you're looking for the best distribution company to work with two loss is the fastest growing distribution company out there mess with them tell them ray sent you you gonna get some money off how how do you so you have a a, a big Facebook follower? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you keep uh, the, the the interaction with your following up? Like how do you keep them there at the table with you right. and not lose? I think going live is really important. Going yeah. live, I would go live on Facebook. I still go live on Facebook now. I'm starting to go live more on IG. But going live on Facebook, answering messages it goes yeah. a long way. When you answer somebody's message, you can make their day, and just being consistent, just. I, I have so much content and so much music, it's very easy to just keep repurposing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. What's your why? My why? What motivates you? Yeah, like, yeah. Why, like, like, I feel like, I, I feel like an important part of an artist uh, uh, making it is the audience knowing their why. Right. What's your why? I mean, my why, personally, I, I grew up as an athlete playing baseball. I always wanted to be in the MLB, but I tore my ACL. So me tearing my ACL, I couldn't play sports for nine months, and I played sports year-round, baseball, basketball, football. So music was always around, you know, in the dugout, mm-hmm. on the corner, in my hood, always freestyle, messing around. But I I think just the expression of it, athlete, you know, music and sports, are, mm-hmm. I think Drake got a line, like, they so synonymous. Yeah. We want to yeah. be them, they want to be yeah, us. Exactly. So I think music is a, is another place to express myself. I'm kind of a kept to myself, quiet person. Um, also, just to like show people to be themselves. Like mm-hmm. I don't, 
even even my Facebook videos, I never really had uh, the crazy budget. I just think if you if you true to yourself, you keep the integrity, and you you know there eight billion people in the world, bro. There's only one you, as corny as it sounds. Like if you really yourself, and as long as the music is good, and you keep an integrity and you sharing your story, you can make it in this game. So yeah. you know. What's some of the best advice you got about navigating through the music industry thus far? That's a great question. Um, the best advice I got for navigating through this music industry, mm, I think it's some similar to Ray said. It's not about the destination. Sometimes it's not even about the journey. It's about the company you keep. You know, mm. you want to you want to win with people who've been rocking with you from yeah. day one. You know what I'm saying? Because what's the what's the journey if you got people who either trying to leech off you or take advantage of you or who you may not really rock with, but you just trying to take advantage of what mm-hmm. they got going on. So I think uh, keeping keeping my people around me and also, like, not having yes men around me, you know what I'm saying? Cause Your crew gets busy. Yeah. Everybody ha- everybody wants to add. That's what I love. Yeah, exactly. Like you got exactly. man was in here filming. Like, he was like, everybody wants to add. That's important. So, see, this is the stuff I'm talking about. So you have a lot of boxes you check. Number one, you know where your audience is, mm-hmm. and your main audience is on Facebook, but you just said, I'm going more on Instagram because you're trying to build your IG, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, when I tell artists, I'm like, always know that. So when somebody's watching, like, why him? Here's the reasons. He knows his audience. He understands how to create content for his audience, short and long term, and he has a crew of people around him who are all making themselves useful. I feel like a lot of times people are like, I don't have a cameraman. Who the fuck is he then? <laughs> right, right, right. What are you standing here for? Why he standing here? <laughs> right, right, right. He, he don't, he, he, I don't have a camera. You got a phone, don't you? Right. Put your okay, phone out. 4K Seriously. Adaptive exactly. videos. And I, and I think that that's why you're hustling. Yeah. So, so, so I want to talk about how you leveraged your song that's popping. Yeah. Name. I, I want you to tell him the name of it. Oh, Money Come, Money Come. It's a famous line. It's a it's a big line in there where it's like, uh, bitches you dumb. Oh yeah, I'm from New York. Bitches you dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you why that's yeah, important. Yeah. Because he knows who he's making music for. Yeah. He has a part of the song where he say, "Bitch, I'm from New York. Bitches you dumb." Yeah. So even if you, it doesn't matter where you from. It doesn't matter anything. The people in his community, the people that follow him, they know he's for them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times artists make mistakes trying to make music for everybody. And you can't make music for everybody until you have somebody in mind first. Right. And I just want to tell you that that was the most genius part. That was, that was a part that made me say, I'm in on this guy, whatever I could do. And you know, the, the background behind that was my Facebook. A lot of it was going, it was a lot of my videos were starting to pop off in London. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, like, I need to remind people, like, where yeah. I'm from. Yeah. So that just kind of brought it back, too, like, London was low key. I'm not gonna say rocking with me more than New York, but it's just that it's that sometimes when you not to say I'm the light, but when you're too close to the light, you get blinded by it. It's psychology. Yeah. Like yeah. when you like they know yeah. me as Matt from the yeah. from Queens, so yeah. they don't really see me. But they overseas, they you know they, they see MRG exactly. So yes, that was me saying like because people from different countries be like, "Yo, where you from? Where you from? I'm America, but where? I'm from New York. Yeah. This is you dumb, you know what I'm saying? So that's what kind of inspired that song. You know. Yeah. Um, but you got me distracted throwing out the New York <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, so one thing I always tell people is that I think, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that you have to have your hometown behind you in order to kind of 
pop off? Like, it's really hard to make it somewhere if the people don't believe in you. How did you get New York to um, rally behind you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think with corona quarantine, mm. I think, I don't know if I fully agree with you because sometimes the haters be like the ones closest to you because they see you as, mm-hmm. and I think this is such a digital world, and especially New York. New York is bougie. They're not yeah. going to rock with you until they see you popping somewhere else. So New York rocked with me, but, like, once they saw London rocking with me and they saw I went to London and they saw I went to different parts of the country, they're like, oh, he lit. So now we're going to start rocking with you. You know what I'm saying? So I would say it definitely helps. I would say it's more outliers who don't really get popping in their their own hood. Because, like, I mean, I feel like even pop, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the pop smoke come up, but I feel like he was lit overseas. Yeah. I feel like he was lit in London and then New York. I mean, I'm sure he had his hood on deck, like, rocking with him. But, but you, you got your hood, though. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. But, I think but, that's what I mean more, having your hood behind you. Oh, it's the, the whole, whole New city? York. We oh, okay, okay, like, okay, yeah, okay. We copy, know copy. how New York is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They not coming into Until everybody much already. Rock with yeah, you. but your hood, the yeah, people, yeah, 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 your yeah. corner store playing your songs, right, right, you know, right, getting right. able to fill out, the, fill out the local. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. News and stuff like that. That's really Definitely. big in making yeah. um, a career. But what do you do about people who don't believe in you? And how do you get them to see the vision? Man, they say you don't. They say, what's the quote? I got a lot of quotes. Give us a quote. I love a good quote. Let's go. Let's go. What's the quote? Uh, damn, it's like you can't. People don't see the vision until the until the picture's painted. Something like yeah. that. People don't see the bigger picture until it's painted. So, like, man, I just don't really. You're not going to see me on the gram like, this is my year. Ah, uh, man, I can't wait to you share this. You're also not going to see you on the ground frustrated that nobody's fucking with you. Yeah, you know, because it's like, it's just distasteful. I ain't going to lie. My, one of my, my my mom is like one of my biggest supporters. And whenever I do some shit like that on the ground where I'm like frustrated, she's like, yo, take it off. Like, yeah. nobody's trying to see that, you know? Yeah. So I'm grateful for her that she she kind of monitors that. Like, man, that you, there's nothing good from it. Nothing's mm-hmm. going to happen from me complaining on the ground. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Literally nothing. So I think... Man, I, I, I love when people sleep on me. It's it's fuel to be great. It's fuel to be even greater, you know? So I think uh, Michael Jordan, um, he's definitely inspiration to me and many people. Just him getting cut from the basketball team and, you know, him having a – have you seen the Last Dance documentary? Come on, man. Where he go, he go at greatest. this point, I took it personal. Yeah. That's what I do. He I kind of – He was creating narratives. Exactly. Like, his, the guy yeah. never said nothing to him. Dude. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> how like, I am. Maybe he said, nice game, MJ. Right, and right. then he came in for sure, like, 60 on him. They was like, the guy never said a word to him. He just had right. what he said. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I did break some lap, just chuckle just hard as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I enjoy it. Honestly, I enjoy it. I enjoy people not believing in me because I want to get the last laugh, you know. And, I, and, and most importantly, I believe in myself, so. Yeah. How did you know that music was the route that you wanted to go? Um... It's just a, it's just like the feeling of it. Like when I laid my first record, it was just I don't even know how to describe it. It's like falling in love. Like I was um, when I played baseball, I, I played like man all year long. A couple of my teammates went to the MLB, mm. so 
Yeah, uh, Harrison Bader, center fielder on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I played with him um, and seeing him do his thing. He was upset. You got to be obsessed. If you in the music or sports, passion ain't enough. You got to be obsessed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And Harrison Bader, this dude was obsessed with baseball. That was the moment I realized I don't want to go to the MLB because I was seeing. No, nah, I want to hear about that. He like Tell me the difference between you and him. Like, Because you yeah, said you sure. love baseball. Give me examples of his mindset uh, versus your mindset. Just curious. Yeah, I mean, you know, the extra reps, the um, – he was very serious too, um, man. Just competitive. He just had that. He, he just what they say like I got that dog in me. Like he just had that dog in him in, on the, on the baseball field. Like he was always trying to get better, you know. And he enjoyed. I think with baseball, like it's easy to enjoy something when you're doing good at it. But mm. it's when you enjoy it through the adversity, and it's this this me on my quote shit. Yeah, like the man who likes enjoys walking is gonna walk further than the man who. Uh, I'm messing no, these quotes no, up, but y'all know no, what I'm no, trying no, to say. No, like, no, no, you know no, what I'm saying? No, I always say, if you're only worried about a destination, mm. you'll 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 always be unhappy when you're driving. Right. Because the only time you're happy is when you get to the yeah, destination. Exactly. But if you love driving, mm. it doesn't matter when you get to the destination or how you get there. Yep. And I, I was I was I only wanted to say that because I think that it takes. I actually think that you just really gave me like some really insight to why you're dope and why you work so hard. Because you actually saw someone, mm-hmm. you you love something. You love baseball, but you saw someone that loved it more. Right. And when you saw that, you was like, let me remove, you know what, maybe this ain't for me. Let right. me Let me go find something that I love. So do you feel like, do you know anybody that you think loves music more than you, like in this place? Like, are you obsessed with music like he was with baseball? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Low key, like, I played f- baseball because... My pops put a baseball bat in my hand since I was two. It just yeah. felt like, you know, the Dominican culture, like, we supposed to go to the MLB. We supposed to go to the MLB or we kind of, like, a failure. So, like, I had a lot of pressure of even the music stuff. Like, people were like, damn, you about to go to the MLB and you making mixtapes? Like, people were looking at me crazy. And it wasn't until recent that my, my, my deal was like, yo, I finally understood why you do music because that's what brings you happiness. You know so, what I'm saying? So, in the beginning of your come up, what separated you? Mm-hmm. From because everybody want to rap, yeah, but your hustle is different. Mm-hmm. And I don't even do you have a manager? I don't even know if you have a manager because you keep mm-hmm. moving, bro. Nah, I do my music videos too, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, you a one stop shop. What made you what 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 separated you from the people on the company? Like, like yeah. what sep- what made you the ultimate underdog? Uh, um, I would say I would just say the work ethic, man. The work ethic translating from from the athletic, you know, as athletes, off season workouts, waking up early, running suicides, just applying that to music and really like, we gonna get busy. We gonna go shoot in the gym. We gonna. So your mentality on music was to treat it like it was a sport, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like honor the process of it. Yeah, you know, I think I to get the edge exactly, and I think musicians are not musicians but how can i say this i feel like the artistic world some people could be kind of like a little soft with it like yeah. oh it's just music like um but i'm coming in trying to drop 30 a game while still expressing myself and, and, and keeping my integrity but i want to drop 30 exactly i want to make the all-star team exactly you know what i'm saying like sure it's subjective but you still had the questions who gonna be better to yeah. his lawyer. I wanna be yeah. in those conversations, exactly. you know. But that's why I love like you have yeah. passion that but that's the whole point about it. It's yeah. showing your passion, showcasing right. that you 
what matters to you, what you know. Yeah. So that's why I love, like, I love arguing with Ari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I love when you went to Ron Ari, that's my favorite. But um, <laughs> what songs kind of shaped the artists that we see in front of us right now? Like, what songs impacted you growing up? Man, I, I remember hearing Jesus Walks on the radio as a kid. The boom, boom, boom. I just mm-hmm. got goosebumps. Like, we at war with terror. And this was right after 9-11. So when he said, we at war with terrorism, we at war with racism, and most of all, we at war with ourselves. I was like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Rapping about Jesus on the radio mm-hmm. in the club? Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, this. Oh, you know what's so crazy? I've heard that song a million times, and I never caught the importance of Damn. that intro. That intro was crazy. Damn. Let's think about this. Think about this. I'm in public school. We, like, I guess some people don't even want to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, mm-hmm. New York is in such a crazy space. And then Kanye drops that. And, like, I'm like, nah, this is so dope. And, you know, I, 50 was was the guy. But, like, then Kanye kind of came through. And, you know, they had that whole beef. Yeah, yeah, and exactly, the, You know, exactly. so. And 50 was dope. But, like, I, I wasn't street like that. Like, yeah. I wasn't getting shot at. You so got your mom and your dad and your yeah, life, Yeah, you know, too. so I wasn't, like, many men. Like, I'm here for a real reason. I was still rapping there, but I'm not, like, <laughs> he got hit, like, he got hit, but he fucking it, breathing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't necessarily relate to it, but just just 50s hunger and drive. And, and he was from where you was from. He's from Queens, yeah, you know. I'm not South Side, but you like, yeah. 10, 15 minutes, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, Kanye, Kanye, Jesus Walks, um... I don't know about a specific J. Cole song. I would say, uh, I think it's called O3. Man, it was a song called O3 Adolescence, I think. And he's like, he rapping from the perspective that really resonated with me. He he rapping to his boy who, who dealing drugs and getting money at a young age. Mm-hmm. And he like, um, and his boy who getting money, like, yo, how you look up to me when I look up to you? Mm. I'm like, damn, that shit hit me hard because I have a lot of friends, well, I don't want to say nothing incriminating, but you know, mm. people that, I've been like, damn, he fly, he get money, he got all the joints. Mm-hmm. And I was just focused on sports and school. Mm-hmm. And even though I admired what he did, he kind of admired what I did, even though, you know, because, you know, that's that's the fast life is, you know, it's it's not long term. So that 03 Adolescent song by J. Cole. And J. Cole, one of my favorite, because he keeps his integrity and he, mm-hmm. you know, he make it, he make it cool to, to go to school, bro. Education is important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I like how you, uh, you call people out. Like, obviously... If you are from a life and you rapping about it, that's dope. That's amazing. That's hip hop at its core, right? Exactly. But if you doing damage where you want some, now nah, I gotta talk about some shit I ain't even about. Now I'm doing harm to the bigger picture, which is like, I don't personally respect that. So, like you know? we've we we all come from, in my opinion, the hood. Even if, especially living in New York, even if you live in a house, you still a block away from where the yeah. hood is. But when you come from that, you know that. Every character ain't the same. Yeah, you got the character that got his mom and his dad in the house. That his right. dad is out there making him play baseball. Right. That you know, love his mom. You got. You also got the guy that's probably robbing and stealing. And yeah. hold on, let's let's bring it up. You got the guy that's robbing, mm-hmm. and then you got the guy that's stealing. Those are two different guys. Yeah, the guy that's robbing is running up on you like, "What's up?" Right, right. And the guy that's stealing is waiting till you turn your head and right, right, stealing right, some right. stuff. You know, you got the dro- the dope boys. You got the workers. You got everything. So I just feel like we need to have more. Of that, and I'm, that's what I like about you. Like you're not afraid to say, "This is who I am." Yeah. Take it or leave it, and right. that's the firest thing about you. And you work your ass off. You got. I was at your event, and you had a merch table set up in the back. You had uh, DJs in one place. You had all this stuff. You were signing hats, vinyls, 
everything. I mean, like it was like like this is what it really, really looks like. So if there was a, if there was someone out there that wanted to come up, uh, that was that wanted to be in the music business, uh, artist, what would you say to them before they even get started? What would be your three biggest pieces of advice? Man, it's funny. I was like. I was thinking the interview questions. If I were ever to sign an artist, which I don't think I would, because yep. I feel like it would be a headache, but my number one question would be, what's your plan B? If you even have a plan B, I'm not signing you. Mm. This got to be some live or die type shit. Like That's if, fire. If you have a plan B, you already That's telling me you're not going to make now, it. Now they know how to answer now. Right. Now that you just get <laughs> it. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't have a plan A. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't have my only plan exactly. is you. You're like, <laughs> yeah, so. give, me, give me two more. Man, so, yeah, so if, if you have a plan B, do not get into this game. Uh, number two is nobody gives a fuck when nobody gives a fuck. So you should not be afraid to lose because they're not even going to see your losses. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to see I your think losses. I see why this man is sitting next to me on the couch. That is smart. Yeah. All right, one more. All right, uh, number three is um, invest in yourself. Do not buy a $1,000 car rental. Do not put that in your music. You can run ads. You can get market your music you can put it in front of people like and that, and that doesn't have to be a good price that could be five dollars a day yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah exactly and just think about the future man this this is a long-term game if you want some short-term stuff you're going the, the the quicker you come up the quicker you can fall down so don't be afraid to go the long-term long-term route all right so what would have to happen in order for you to feel like i'm no longer an underdog i'm now a goat Ooh. That's a good, good question. That's, that's a great dog. question. Good question, T. That's a great question. <laughs> um, that's a great question. What would make me not be an underdog what, anymore? What moment? What moment? What has to happen for you to feel like? I feel like I can go myself. I think if I do a feature with a with a major artist, and I like body them on. You know, because it's Left easier. To, it. It's easier to body somebody. He didn't say, "I just want the feature." He said, yeah, "I want to body them more." Now I'm fire. leaving them yeah, behind. You know like, that's fine, but that yeah. didn't know if they do a feature with you. This nigga trying to body me. I'm right. killing. Nah, absolutely. Yeah. Eat him up. Yeah. So I, I think that, that moment. Yeah, I think that moment for sure. All right, I got one more. Hold on, let me see what it is. Um, this is what I thought you were gonna say, but anyway, if you all right, who do you want to work with in the future? And if you were ever to sign to an artist, which artist would it be? Who do I want to work with? Damn. I mean, Kanye is definitely going through some stuff. Obviously, praying for his mental health and stuff. But, I mean, I can't. It's hard because it's hard because of the politics stuff. But Kanye is probably, that's like, artistically, that's somebody I'll always admire. I know mm. he has a, you know, as a recent, he's been a little here and there. I think Kanye or J. Cole, just because mm. they're my favorites. So, to be able to even get on the same song with them would be like, you know, it wouldn't matter what the song does. Just the fact that I could get on records with people I look up to. I keep saying the last one, but this yeah. one really, because you're from New York, so I got to ask you this. Who are the GOATs, top three GOATs rappers from New York of all time? Let me hear it. Ooh, that's tough. I got to say Jay-Z, man. Just because okay. I'm going to say Jay-Z, not only because of Ray, but because of his entrepreneurial entrepreneurial endeavors. And he's somebody I'm like, man, I want to be Jay-Z business-wise. Mm -hmm. You know, so definitely Jay-Z. Definitely Nas. It's hard, though, because, you know, Cool G Rap is, like, kind of started that Ooh, whole braggadocious. Cool rap. Right, you know, so, you know, you're a hippie. Yeah. So it's hard to, like, say Nas over Cool G Rap. But I guess just because I'm younger, I don't, I couldn't really see yeah. the impact of Cool G Rap. And then, damn, number three? Oh, man. I, I got to say, said. I got to say 50 Cent, but I was yeah. thinking DMX at first. That's, you know what I'm saying? Fun fact, DMX was, like, 
I almost did a record with him when I was 18, when he was locked up. Long story short, like, my friend had a rap group. I was in his rap group, and my friend's dad was family friends with DMX's manager. So my first time in the studio was in DMX's studio in Yonkers. Oh, wow. And we did the record, and the guy kind of pulled me to the side, like, yo, you got something. And at that moment, that's where I kind of, like, rest in peace, his name was ATG, um, dope dude. And at that moment, that's why I was like, oh, shit, I could really do this, you know? Like, somebody telling me that I could hold my own in DMX's studio, so... Rest in mm. peace, DMX. I still they have gave, the record. Gave you the confidence. Yeah, you do exactly. I love that. Yeah. So let yeah. the people know your at name, where they can That's find it. your music, all that yeah. good stuff. So my name is MRG, and my at is just MRG. M the letter MRG. M the letter R the letter G. Yeah. So yeah, it's very important because somebody might be like E M. What song you got out now? What the people? Ah, Coquito, Coquito out everywhere. How he changed his whole? He went Spanish. Oh, he is Spanish. He was just speaking full English. He didn't even say Coquito like a new. He went. Spaniard, he switched. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Thank you for Coquito. taking the time to sit down and sit with us. Um, It was a pleasure. Ray, you got anything to say before we get out of there? I just want to say, keep be on the lookout for MRG. I'm, I wouldn't sit next to somebody if I wasn't co-signing them. And I'm co-signing his work, his ethics, his work ethics, his, his abilities. And I'm here for it. And anything I could do to support it. We done made some records together, too. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got one. We got one. We got one. And for me, it's like, this is what this, this to me is what this is all about. Like, people think, you know, like, it's about spotlighting people who are doing it the right way. Spotlighting people with the right mindset. The God Show is a master class <laughs> for dreamers who want the blueprint to success. Now, I say it, I know I say it perfectly because Don Vito has been, we call really? that our slogan. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but I, but I, no, no, real talk. But this show is, and everybody is so worried about getting to the top of the building. And what I like about you and me supporting you is we celebrate just taking one more step. And that's why to make we are in the process together, and that's what we're doing. And it's one more step, and it's one more step, and it's one more step. And then all of a sudden, you look down and you're like, "Damn, look how far we came." Mm. But don't ever look up though, because mm. looking up, you're gonna get discouraged, and you're gonna want it. Mm. Like, and I'm being real with you, because like sometimes you look up to the top and you want it so bad that you, like it was like I was listening to Joe Budden and um, Noriega podcast, and I was just like, "Man, these two are the kings of podcasts." By the way, they're both Virgos. Number one, really? at your yeah. Wow. That was even a question. Was it? Like, damn, Capricorn. <laughs> I fuck with Capricorn. I fuck too. Yeah, I fuck with Capricorn. Okay, Aquarius. Cool. Okay, cool. okay, cool. okay, okay, like, shit. No, my point is, is that <laughs> I just had to say that because I say that because you know Virgos are the shit, and you know it's it's not it's not a coincidence that the top two podcasts in hip hop so happen to be Virgos. That's all I want to say. That lets me know. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.